All right, all right, all right. This is Matt and Jake here coming to you for Sabbath Lounge, and uh, we are at week 11, and we appreciate you stopping by, and we are going to take a look at this scripture here. Yeah, this is uh, our Talking Torah series, right? That's right, Talking Torah. And so it is week 11, and how do you say this? Vayagash. Vayagash. Sounds mm -hmm. like you need to cover that or put, apply pressure. Yeah. <laughs> um, what does that mean, though, Matt? Uh, and he came near. Okay. Who came near what? Who came near what? Joseph that's and the his whole, father. That's the whole point. That's right. Oh, you got to read the portion to find that's out. That's right. Genesis 44, 18, 47 through 27 is the, the part that we're going to deal with. Yes. Let's deal with it, Matt. All right. So uh, we're going to have to move our face around a little bit. So... Here we go. We're going to jump right into it. And you see that Judah is willing to take the burden, willing to cover for the loss of a beloved son. And so... Um, yeah, you see growth there. Yes, you see a changed man, yeah. possibly. And, and if, you know, lying your whole life would probably would make you um, want to change. Rethink some things, definitely. yeah. Yeah, and uh, while you're thinking of that, we did a study on, is Judah Judas saved? Mm. And you'll find some interesting uh, parallels to this because once Judas uh, realizes that they're going to take Yeshua and uh, murder him, they're like he's he didn't want anything to do with it at that point, and he goes back and he repents of the evil that he has done and throws the money back at them. Mm -hmm. So similarly here, where Judah is willing to take the burden, Judas well, is. No coincidence, what's the name of the field? Oh, the Potter's, Potter's Field? Yes, it's kind of like, like Potterfer. Potterfer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've always, I saw that connection as a, as a lad, as a wee lad. Yeah. So, but definitely. Wow, this blue background is really colding up our lighting. It is kind of. That's okay, though. Colding this up. <laughs> so. All right, so what were you saying about the um, the prequel? No, just saying that the... Uh, uh, go check out our study on Is Judas Saved? Yes. And you'll get some From a while back. Yep. yep. And so we definitely have a tie-in to the prodigal son and the older brother. Yeah, defending the younger brother, right? Oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, no, so the... Yeah, we talked about the prodigal son and how it, he kind of, we see the older brother is, goes out and he uh, returns and the younger brother is not so happy with well, the, the treatment. Well, the younger brother went out and that's right, and that's um, right. It got his inheritance while the older brother was the good boy and stayed. Yeah. And, and did what he was supposed to do, was about his father's business while the younger one went out and so literally sowed his wild oats. Right, so you see... And squandered his inheritance. You see Judah then sticking up for uh, Benjamin. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah, and so in the prodigal son story, you kind of see an older brother that's um, not happy about this, who doesn't yeah. get it. And Joseph is... It's kind of weird. The end was from the beginning, but Joseph reflects how it's going to be at the end. Mm-hmm. So, 
And, uh, you know, I don't know that when Yeshua tells that story that they necessarily understood everything, what he was saying, or maybe they did. Maybe that's why they hated some of it, but, but definitely interesting that. And, um, you know, this whole conversation stirs a great deal of emotion from Joseph. We talked about that last time. If you read this story, if you are uncaring and have a cold heart, I guess you could look at this and be like, man, Joseph needs to pull up his pants and quit being a whiny <laughs> Where baby. Where is pants down? I don't, <laughs> yes. I don't know if that happened. I, I missed <laughs> well, miss that part of it. Yes, it, went, it, it that, that's what they did back then. They, <laughs> oh. they okay. sagged their pants down real low. Oh, so, and that stirred emotion. So yes. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. <laughs> but, uh, but definitely um, you see this. And it, Joseph does cry a lot here, and um, but um, but Why it is this, looking down on him, man. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can see how there have been times in my life when I read that story, and I'm like, "Why is he? He's crying again," you know. But but that that's not fair, you know. And that's me being too harsh. And 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 um, you know, it's a very emotional moment. And if you put yourself in Joseph's shoes, yeah, I mean, you're torn up. I mean, this is. This has been a deal his whole life. He's been estranged from his entire family, and he's longed for this reunion. You know, you have to go. Joseph, you know, kept his dream alive in this prison cell, and and, and even in the well, uh, thinking about you know. Yeah, being and I don't even know if he's expecting them to show up. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, you you have to go. Did he ever think he'd see him again? And especially his father. Guys. Yeah. So it is. It is an amazing. Amazing story, um, especially when you tie his, you know, his dreams back to this moment, and you know, and these brothers are part of this drama, and at this point, they don't even know. Yeah, they're just like, huh, you know, this is weird, but well, I don't understand why. You know, why is he picking on us? Right. But anyway, it's a fascinating story. So, and then eventually, Joseph does reveal himself to his brothers. Right, and he says, Elohim went before me to preserve life. Just like guiding his path. That's right. Just like Joseph went before his people yeah. to provide, to preserve life. And then uh, 45 13, you see his glory revealed, which is symbolic of, you know, future glory from mm -hmm. the Father. Right. And then he gets the royal escort, uh, equivalent to the bulletproof SUVs and support aircraft of today. Yes, so I think it's 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 important to acknowledge the fact that Egypt is the superpower in the world at this point. I mean, they are they're they're bad, bad mamajamas. I mean, if you you know if you go up against the Egyptian army back in this day, things probably aren't so good for you. I mean, they they've got the best you know of everything, and so um, the Pharaoh says, "Go get your dad and take." take this escort of people and, and go get them. And so, yeah, it was like the whole workforce of people that came to pack up. It's like the movie, you know, it's better than the moving van because you, not only is it a moving van, but you have, you know, um, the Royal escort, the limo with the flags waving. You know? <laughs> yeah. that, that's what he sends. So, yeah, I kind of picture this as a, uh, um, it's like, uh, the angels that surround uh, uh, the prophet when he says, "Is it? It's Elijah or Elisha." Mm -hmm. They're 
Theme. Why would you? Why would you put them so close together and call them basically well, the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. He's a trickster. Anyway, it's like the band of angels that are surrounding the the enemy, and it, this is a a protective band of angels, if you will. Not like band of angels. No. <laughs> no. Yes. But yeah, definitely, definitely, and it made me think of something else there. But oh, it's like um, royalty going to get the commoners, you know? Because mm-hmm. there's there's that part of the story too. But definitely, there was a a difference in the Egyptians in in Joseph's family. You know, they did kind of look down on on them because of their occupation. They were right. like, "Ooh, we know. don't deal with you, kind of." People. Yeah, we can't even eat with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a whole another side thing to study and look at but so you see this father son children reunited everybody's happy yay the end puts a nice bow on the story so good to be reunited yes yeah very good and so we talked about bridal language and so we're going to discuss you know who's the bride who's the groom um and then um yeah. Yeah. Is this a groom going to get the bride situation? Like they they go in with fanfare to pick up Joseph or Jacob and the rest of the family and parade them back to uh, Egypt into Goshen, right? So it seems that uh, Joseph is kind of representative of the groom in this case, and Jacob and the Israelites are the uh the bride just like in the end times mm-hmm. it, the bride is right the city full of israelites it's it's this house of israel returning mm-hmm. to the, the groom yeah situation. well and we're going to talk a little <laughs> bit more in, in the next few slides about that and you know you see that joseph had a plan in forty six thirty four. um you know he already knew that uh, shepherding was offensive to the egyptians and so he gets the land of Goshen, which it says it's the choicest land in Egypt for shepherding. I yes. mean, it was it was the choicest thing. And then you've got uh, bridal meal in forty seven twelve, right? The meal, and so Let's get together and have a meal. And that, and anytime you see people like that, that's usually a sign of a covenant coming together. So you kind of already started talking about who's the bride, who's the groom, and you say say it again. I'm you, saying that the groom is. Joseph, who is not the father, who is not the father, right? And I'm saying that the bride is actually his father and the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of got this flip flop situation mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> when I first started looking at him, I was like, wait a minute, the the father, uh, is, you know, is what is Jacob in Israel? You know, but and when you look at his name, you just did it there. Jacob yeah. is Israel, so Israel is the bride. Yeah. And there we're looking at, uh, you know, their their status here. Joseph is above his father in yeah. status, uh, according to the world mm-hmm. and according to the spiritual realm because of the way that they're, you know, the way that the bridal language comes together here. And, and this is such a deep, complicated story because there's also this analogy between the nether- northern and southern kingdom. So what do you think about the northern and southern? How does... How does Joseph represent one of these kingdoms and the rest of them are one of the kingdoms? Well, it seems like uh, uh, Joseph went away. Um, 
And then there's was a, well, wait, well, think about it. He was carried off yes. into the hands of Gentiles yeah. and believers and got assimilated into the world. And so that's one of the reasons why Joseph is not recognized is because more right. than likely he had on makeup and a headdress and he looked like an Egyptian pharaoh. Yeah, we're not saying wear makeup. That's right. That's not what we're but, saying. But, you know, we, we don't often talk about that part of the story, but they didn't question that he was not... Egyptian. I mean, it's, yeah. they, they didn't question that. And we, we forget that places like Egypt, they would be a melting pot like America is today. You know, people from all around the world came into Egypt. And so it wasn't just one type of blood group of people, although, yes, there are people who are, you know, Egyptians. Right. But, but this was a, a mixed multitude, if you will, uh -huh. uh, coming into Egypt because it was a, a trade center because we know from historical records and, you know, the, the Nile was a point where they could go around the world. And we, you know, you know, history believes that they did travel around the world in boats and, mm -hmm. and people came to see them and they, they were part of worldwide trade. Yeah. Which would have been, you know, putting them in contact with all kinds of all people. All kinds of people. So anyway, so the bride and the groom, uh, you get the separation of the kingdoms. You know, I do believe Ephraim and Manasseh coming out of Joseph represent, um, the, you know, the northern kingdom where you've got Judah. Um, you know, coming from his father's house, representing the southern kingdom. Mm -hmm. So you do. It does seem like there's this symbolism of the reunification of the two houses. Yeah, it's, two and it's cool how both of those things go on at the same time. Yeah, that that Israel's portrayed by Israel and the rest of the family, whereas Joseph is this other entity from that, and mm -hmm. then you have. Joseph also representing Israel. <laughs> yes, it's complicated. <laughs> so, and, and I challenge you, if you've never gone deep, I mean, this is a story you can really go deep in. And, you know, it, it's like the deeper you dive, the more you find out. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't stop. So, Joseph's plan enslaved Egypt. So, how did his plan enslave Egypt? Just like, uh, and I, I see this kind of happening today, but... But we're not allowed to talk about that. No. <laughs> so uh, there's a famine, of course. Everyone wants food. And so uh, the people come to Joseph and say, hey, here's, here's my monies. Give me some foods. And then they're like, I'm out of monies, but I still need the foods. And he goes, okay, just give me some land. And they go, okay, here's some land. Give me some foods. And then they're like, I'm out of land. I'll just... Uh, you can have me. That's all I got left. Mm -hmm. Right? We'll take it. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. how you get enslaved. Right. So definitely parallels and relations to the world that we see today. And, and, and don't you think you can argue that there's a famine of the word in the land? Absolutely. So, yeah. So in a, people don't in know. In a time where it's most abundant. Yeah. Yeah. Which is ironic. If you go to the right place. That's right. The word is abundant. It's at your fingertips. And, you know, and then think about, too, you know, I'm sure if you Google this, you could find a stat of how many um, how many uh, Ameri or how many Bibles do, does the average American have in their house, and it's probably a pretty big number. And so, not only do we have a lot of Bibles here in the United States, but the internet is a lot most of people's. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't have internet today? You know, even well, it's a library. Even, yeah, I would say even the poorest uh, among us have access to the internet today for free. 
if yeah. they want it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so uh, so you've got that, and then so some interesting side notes here. Uh, Joseph is the only patriarch so far to have only one wife. And you're talking Abraham, Isaac, and mm-hmm. Jacob, mm-hmm. and then Joseph. Mm-hmm. And that line. Right. And so Adam and Noah also, you know, it's only spoken of one wife for them. And um, so what do you think I mean here? Get in my head for a minute. Okay. Um, she is see. called out of Babylon to be his bride. She learns his ways and becomes like Joseph. What do you think? What am I saying? There? What are you saying, Matt? It's crazy. Um, so to me, what you're saying here is uh, the, the family, Israel, is called out of Babylon being uh, Canaan, where the famine is, is hitting everybody, uh, in to be the bride of Joseph, right? Uh, and then they go into Egypt and learn the ways of, that Joseph is promoting. No, I, I, I remember here. I just didn't remember. I was thinking something different. Oh, like, you wanted me yes. to. And then I'm I like, I remember what this this was. Okay. I'm talking about literally Joseph's bride. She was okay, yeah. a priest. She was Her father was a priest in um, Egypt. Okay. What the text yeah. tells us. And she was in Babylon. Yeah. And she got called. So, so I mean, it's like layer upon layer upon layer. So here's another layer yeah. where just to, in, in the study of Joseph's wife, she is also a reflection of the bride being called out of Babylon because yeah. she was a bride called out of Babylon. Right. And she had to drop her Egyptian ways and become like Joseph. And so, you know, it doesn't tell you a whole lot about Joseph's wife, but but you don't see things in there about her hiding idols and things like we saw in these other women yeah. in this story who did hide idols and sit on them and things like that. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so you don't see any of that talk with... Quit with sitting her. on those idols. Yes. yes, don't sit on your idol. Maybe that don't should be on sit, the t-shirt. Don't, don't sit, sit on your idol. idol. Don't sit on oh. idol. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so just interesting to talk about, but but I think it is both and, and exactly what you were saying mm-hmm. is definitely true, but uh, but literally his wife was a reflection of yeah. this as well. So and wow, that didn't take. And long. that's all that's in this section. I so, mean, that's the totality <laughs> of. That so, section of scripture. so we do want to keep these short and sweet, and so once again, this is week eleven. Via gash. And he came near Genesis forty four eighteen through forty seven twenty seven. And so, um, if you're new to all this, you know these Torah portions uh, are a way for you to read up the Torah in a timely fashion and study it and know what it says. And we feel like it's important that you know what. It, so, what are some of your thoughts here, Jake, about why is it so important to study this Torah? Why is it important to study the Torah? So you know what it's saying. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> <laughs> it can't get more plain than that, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, so you know what it's saying. That's because right. it applies because we're Israel. Yeah, and, and I keep saying, I want to make us a little bigger here. Good. So good. No, we need that. The world needs that. We need so, our comeuppance. That's right. And so, but you know, I think it's so important today uh, to stress because there's nothing but lies, it seems like, in the world today. You know, the media, 
they lie. And then, you know, whatever political party you want to look at, guess they're what? All I'm going to tell you, they're all lying. That's right. They're all spinning it some direction. And they're telling you some of the things, but they're not telling you that things that make them look bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and in fact, the whole world and all of social media has become this thing where you only show the good side of yourself and the positive side. No one ever shows the terrible things that happen in your life. Right. And, you know, I've actually been thinking about that a lot lately is is it's so funny how hard it is to find truth anymore. Yeah. Uh, and how really the word is the only thing that you can really stand on. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think that's that's where we are today. We're in a famine. Uh, it's of like truth. Joseph. It's like a truth famine. Exactly, and we need it's both. We need to be prepared. Yeah, but also we we shouldn't put we shouldn't go too. We can go too far with the what do they call it? The Bible, the bullets, and the toilet paper. No bandages. Bandages. Yes, probably. Yeah. So you know you can go too far, and then you're just relying on your own strength. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at these stories, uh, Yahuwah provided. Yeah. You know, when he let them out of Egypt, he gave them what they needed. And uh, and so it is really hard for us as humans not to try to take on more, uh, you know, we, we like to do Control. work, I guess. Yeah. And we like to, um, and sometimes we don't leave him much room to work. And, and, and that's the hard part of all this. And, and, and I think we should be way more worried about what, the Torah Torah portions are and what the Torah says, then um, then the what the world is telling us to worry about. Yeah, I so, agree. And you know, so challenge you to look at the Torah portions. Look at the Book of Daniel. That's also a good thing to study in in the times that we're in right now. But right. anyway, um, we anything else? Nope, I think we covered it. That's right. everything you need to know and more. Yes. So, so these are, yeah, these are just high level hitting the highlights in here and trying to give you something you maybe haven't heard yet or get you uh, interested in reading deeper. Yeah. Yeah. We hope something clicks and, you know, maybe you go investigate and, you know, discover something you didn't know before. So, but as always, we ask you to share this, to like this, um, to let us know. We, we let us know what you think about it. Um, Let us know if you have any questions, Uh, please hit the thumbs up, the like buttons, the heart buttons, all the buttons, the, the emojis, the ding, ding button, the bell. Is it a bell? There might be a bell. There's if there's bells. a bell, ring it. Ring it. So too far. Too far. Too uh, much. Yes, too much. We've already we've overstepped. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening and tuning in to Sabbath Lounge. All right. Check us out next week. All right. And if I can figure out how to make this stop, you can do it. Yeah, you, know, you got to oh. click here, man. Uh, right, there. Now we're gone. Now there it is.